0: From across the comic book community multiverse, the Comic-Con Podcast begins now with your hosts, Justin, a.k.a. Nemesis Prime. If you give them the title of influencer, then that's that's giving them more power, right? That's how it is. Like, I'm a nobody. Listen, I'm a nobody. Zach, a.k.a. The Manimal. We talked about it for a full, I believe, seven
1: to eight minutes on an hour-long normal podcast for show. And you would have thought we set
0: their house on fire with the backlash so hey everybody welcome back to the comic Con podcast season three episode 20 recording this on may 17th of 2023 your boy nemesis prime and tonight we're going to be talking about the death of the comic Con podcast because after this week i may be in search of a new co-host because if you all know what's going on in the personal world of my man milton the manimal he's having a baby and um so, yeah, so taking uh, applications, taking recordings, interviews, whatever you want to do.
1: Yeah, but I'm taking
0: the applications. Like, well,
1: I'm, if anyone's taking my place, I'm the one who's vetting them and, and doing it. But well, no, no, so we're just going to have a here. new co-host, a baby co-host. You might have a occasional baby crying, screaming in the background, a baby animal. So,
0: but yeah, like, uh, so yeah, if anybody's out there wants to be a, a new person here, um, say well wishes to Zach because you know he'll be Maybe. gone after this week. i'm
1: gonna need i'm gonna need the occasional break i'm sure that's from, fine it's fine from baby uh, time
0: listen we have enough listeners who would love to join us and, and speaking of people that love to join us we have our man uh, black crown comics on this week because i like to have some canadians and i know uh newbie comics is always talking very highly of you and i know rocksteady's upset that i have you on here and still haven't put him on this <laughs> channel but we'll get we'll get Craig on here. But what's going on, man? How are you? It's been a while
2: doing good, man. It's been a long time. Missed you guys. I guess this is the point where I hand in my resume, right? Like this is where I, <laughs> I'm going to send in my application. <laughs> this is your interview. We'll see how you do today. Jesus. That's a lot of pressure. But uh yeah, yeah, man, happy to be back. guys. missed you guys.
0: Yeah, it's it's been a while and, and it's pretty interesting. So, of course, if you don't know, you know, uh BC was on the show last year. We did a full month of canadian youtubers uh, ig community members so it was a lot of fun and he was one of them and you know we got to talking he's on multiple channels on youtube of course the comic kingpins you can find him randomly on that because he's always busy with you know personal life can sometimes find them on the (laughs) newbie verse a terrible channel yeah and uh (laughs) you know you just had an announcement last week you're finally starting your own youtube channel so you know obviously you don't have any video yet nothing's up but like what are are we going to be looking forward to so people can subscribe up to your channel don't feel like Um, a top 10 right you're not doing top 10s
2: no no top 10s but we what (laughs) i think comic kingpins does enough for that newbie (laughs) even has dynamite picks of the week so there you have full coverage on our picks but uh no, so I'm, I'm aiming for a May 28th launch. It's looking like we're going to do Sunday nights. It's going to be myself and then rotating guests. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely want to cover some of what's going on on the market, latest topics, hot topics, right? Um, it seems that weekly there is tons of news that breaks, and I know we're going to be covering quite a bit of that tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. It's just going to be a, a hangout show yeah, a good Sunday small.
0: night thing. That That's good because, you know, most people are winding down on a Sunday and yeah. I know newbie used to do Sunday nights and then do the Tuesday thing. And it just was, you know, I, I enjoyed the Sunday night cause I would just kind of watch it. I just have it on the background or I'm doing stuff like, you know, comics, video games, whatever. It's right. always good to watch him on a Sunday night and you know, I guess things change. So yeah, if you have the time on a Sunday night now, you know, make sure you follow our man uh, black round comics and uh, you'll be seeing him live on YouTube. So um, and then speaking of newbie, you know, obviously we we have to talk about this. So last year at Terrificon, Newbie <laughs> Comics, was handed a Comic-Con podcast t-shirt. And yeah, he said, yeah. I need this because I have to give it to Blackground Comics because BC wanted one. And I said, sure. And BC, you know, sent me money and we got it, we handed it to Newbie. And lo and behold, it took till literally May for
2: that delivery to happen almost a year guys okay, i year. got it this monday this monday in the mail so it's like he knew and when you asked me like hey you want to hop on i was like what are the chances i get it the week of <laughs> oh
0: my god how unbelievable like so if you're out there listening and you know newbie comics don't even bother giving him anything or sending him anything because He'll just keep it. I'm surprised there's not tons of cat hair on that shirt after a year of him. There
2: actually was. If you go on my Instagram, you're going to notice. Swipe. And you guys shared it. I'm like, I don't know whose hair this is. I hope it's maybe his cat, not newbies. It's his. It's his hair, dude. You got to be.
1: Newbies.
0: Oh, God. That's funny. It
2: does seem blonde. I'm not going to (laughs) lie.
0: Well, I'm glad you got it uh please uh, we, we appreciate the support so thank you and of course anybody out there listening you could always hit uh up me or, or zach we do have shirts available so in many different sizes so definitely hit us up you can always check out my whatnot sales i typically throw them up in the buy it nows as well so um uh, but yeah let's get into tonight so uh there's a lot of stuff to talk about you know like i said even though we're not really going to talk about the death of the comic-con podcast we're going to talk about uh <laughs> some comic stuff right to start off and i mean this is Good old, I'd say this is perfect time for some good old fashioned drama, right? Mm. So I'm not going to blame some YouTube channel that just recently spoiled all the uh, amazing Spider Man number 26 goings with a um. certain death of a character known as Kamala Khan. Awkward. Yeah. Comic uh, King pins. Good job. Yeah. What? Anyway, uh, so over at CBR, you know, and this has been running on every different platform, right? There's It's on Variety Entertainment Weekly, all the different websites for the upcoming Amazing Spider-Man 26. And, you know, I, I feel like there was already a- enough exclusive variants that this wasn't going to get enough traction anyway to like make this thing more than double price, right? I don't think it was going to be a $50 book or even a $20 book at the end of the day. But I found this article, I think this is very fun to talk about because, of course, there's always those people in the world that want to take the death of a character and make it into Something racist. So, over at CBR.com, check out this article. It's called Miss Marvel Fans Decry Kamala Khan's Death as Exploiting Sexist Racist Tropes. So, in the upcoming Kamala Khan's death in Marvel's Amazing Spider-Man 26 will exploit racist, sexist, and problematic tropes in the angry fans that we all are. So, (laughs) Zach... Dude, awesome. this, this whole
1: article makes me angry, man. First off, <laughs> let me just preface this by saying, like, I used to love CBR. Like, honestly, when I when i whenever I was looking for like comic book news in the past, you know, years, it was always like my first site I would go to. And I feel mm-hmm. like I'm kind of moving away from CBR because I feel like these are the the articles that we're getting on CBR is always some kind of like woke agenda type push from CBR, and I don't like it anymore. Like bleeding cool. And all these other articles are actually just like pushing the news. And I feel like you're seeing more and more from CBR that are like lending this route. But dude, this is the dumbest article in the world, first off. So let me just, I have so many points to make here. But when throughout this article, they keep saying fan favorite character, Kamala Khan, fan favorite. First off, she doesn't have an ongoing title. Okay. She can't hold an ongoing title. How can you call her a fan favorite character? (laughs) <laughs> by what by 20 fans who won't buy her books? It's the same with Miles Morales, he's not a fan favorite character, he cannot hold a title on his own. Mm-hmm. Throughout this whole article, they also say that it's so it's such like bullshit that she's being killed in someone else's book that she has no ties to. Well, she doesn't have a book. Where else would she be killed in? You know, and so it's just obnoxious the way this is written, and/or the people who are so upset about it. And so Basically, all I can read from this, and the only the only lesson that I feel like is being taught in this article is that you cannot kill any character that is a person of color, a female, or anything. You can't kill them. It's unfair. It's racist. It's sexist to kill these characters. It's just mm-hmm. it's utter bullshit, dude. And then finally, not finally, because I'm sure I have a lot more to say about this, but the other big focus of this is they keep downplaying this, like, Oh, they're killing her to move forward the story of a white guy named Peter Parker. You mean the most important character in Marvel Comics? Like, you should be so lucky, Kamala Khan, that you are a blip on Peter Parker's radar in moving his storyline. He is the Marvel Universe, bro. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I hate Spider-Man. I'm not a Spider-Man fan. I'm an X-Men guy. But, like, dude, Spider-Man is Marvel Comics. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just this whole article is absurd, dude.
0: Ah yeah, sure. it's tough uh b c. what are your thoughts on this whole thing? And you know I guess we've we've seen death in comics before, right? But yep. how do you how do you feel for this do you do you see it long
2: term as well as what's going on in this article and how how you feel? Um so before I get into what I obviously think is gonna take place, I just want to touch on what you were just talking about. um can't be a person of color or uh, a female and so forth. CBR kind of pushing. That, that, that little bit of, you know, gaslighting, I guess we could say. <laughs> um, but what I want to add to that is I saw so many people speculating on what may happen in ASM 26. And if anyone's reading it, you know, MJ's got kids and stuff like that. So there was people putting out theories that maybe the kids are going to die. So <laughs> I, who knows how that would have, been, you know, blown mm-hmm. up. Uh, well, as long as they're white kids, it doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's, all, it's okay as long as they're white kids, yeah. But uh, no, besides the point now, when it comes to Kamala, I believe she's died before though. Wasn't Wasn't there something in Champions that happened where like there was a, a little event so- somewhere along those lines? Um, but... I don't know. I mean, no I sure. read
0: them, I can't remember. I don't think I mean, I know they, they were arrested, they were all about yeah. that, but yeah, I don't think. That second Champions team, I recall having that, but uh, yeah, I don't know unless there was like a tie-in event, but yeah, she's been, you know, like Zach said, a uh, mainstay. She could barely hold the title. She's got like that recent five-issue yeah. mini. Yeah.
2: But what's 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 kind of weird is like, I don't know if you guys noticed, now we have the Marvels coming out, right? So obviously, mm-hmm. she's in there. We just had Miss Marvel. Now, Doctor Strange, let, let's just go to this direction for two seconds, dropped in 2022, right? There was mm-hmm. Death of Doctor Strange yep. within yeah, the same right. time frame. The miniseries, yeah. It, exactly. So now we have Miss Marvel dying right before this is going to come out. I don't know if Marvel thinks that, hey, maybe this is going to add some eyes on the character, you know, building up to this movie or, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I just, mm-hmm. I think it's a poor decision. Um But going back to the MCU, it kind of makes sense as to why they want to do this, right? Because... Even within the ASM run, she's been pretty irrelevant. Like she's just been in the background, (laughs) and now this happens. Mm -hmm. Given how in the MCU they've gone a certain way with her origin story, I think this is their opportunity to reset that. She will be resurrected, is what I think, in maybe two years' time. Maybe a mutant Krakoa. Right. (laughs) So.
1: Yeah, I mean that's kind of what that's what like a lot of the theories are. Right, is that we're going to find out she actually, actually isn't an inhuman she's going to be a mutant in the comics yeah. and i mean we've seen this before with like the scarlet witch stuff right where obviously scarlet witch quicksilver were always mutants yeah. in the comics and then the mcu retcon their character so then they changed their origin story to match the mcu um yeah it makes sense but like the other one of these things in this article that just okay so this whole article talks about how like racist and sexist this is right and then this one person writes And on Twitter, of course, which is just like a cesspool. It's almost like barely Mm -hmm. better than Reddit, right? So uh, it says a teenaged Muslim woman's killed by a crazed Jewish male villain for the advancement of a book starring a cis het white male in his 30s as the climax for one of said book's most divisive stories in living memory. You have guts, Nick. I'll give you that. So first off, let's break that down. A teenage Muslim woman, first off, a teenage Muslim woman, yeah. whatever okay killed by a crazed jewish male is that not borderline anti-semitic first off yeah. by saying that and oh. then i i literally had to google this because i can't keep track of what these new oh, terms the words yeah mean, cishet which is like i guess cisgender heterosexual person so i don't know like <laughs> may, like what most people in the world are i guess um the majority of human beings and it's just this, it's just nonsense to me dude like how did they They'd have scour Twitter. I feel. Well, sorry. Here's another one: killing off Ms. Marvel, a Muslim Muslim girl, is both sexist and racist, as well as the fact she's dying in a title of a character she's unrelated to and having played a very little in the storyline, and using it to further a white man's story is so effing awful. Hope you get fired. Now that was written by Aiden. His name's Aiden BLM. Okay, so we all know what Aiden BLM stands for, right? Like well, yeah. what he his his mentality is in the world.
0: So. Yeah, they always pull the they always pull the best Twitter handles on that. Yeah, dude. It's, but, it's, you know what? It's crazy because like it's like we've had these deaths before. Yes, and everyone
1: dies in comics dude yeah it, it's the best thing to have a character to be honest <laughs> and, and to
0: be honest it probably would have been better if unfortunately people didn't ruin it but you know obviously right. we times have changed like in the 90s when people died or you know 80s obviously we didn't have the internet so unfortunately yeah this stuff is going to leak at some point there's no way around it and can you be prepared it's either you keep it hush hush or you do this whole thing where it's like hey someone's going to die in this issue right you know, like yeah. obviously they already have it's already can basically f- confirm because they're coming out with that fallen, fallen friend, the death of Miss Marvel in like a few months, they've already talked about it. Yeah. So it's like, all right, um, I guess this is happening. Does anybody care? And like you said, BZ, like they're coming out with a movie. Does it really put any eyes to her? I have to be honest. I don't think it does that at all because I feel like the readers now are the same readers that, yeah. that we've all known. Like if anything, people should be they're like oh the marvels kamala khan i'm gonna go check out older stuff like when she first appeared like i don't care what's happening now because i'm gonna be completely lost so
2: yeah there's a reason
1: marvel hasn't i'm actually surprised that marvel hadn't started some kind of ongoing for ms marvel leading up to the marvels coming out you know what i mean like that's crazy to me um one of the the other things Uh, in here that everyone's like outraged about is it's just like it just never ends bro the outrage like Oh, and it's just so offensive, offensive that it's happening during Asian American and Pacific
2: Islander Heritage Month.
1: Like, it's just like, come on, but, dude. dude
2: like, look, realistically, I'm not surprised that this is the fallout we're getting now. Already, right. you know, since the the news broke. But I remember Zeb Wells was told by Marvel that when they knew of what direction he was going with this issue, they said you might want to hide from conventions for for a little <laughs> bit. Like that—that that was the advice they gave. Yeah. <laughs> And I, like I understand from why. All the fans. Yeah, I mm. understand why. I at, at first, when I saw that news where they said, you know, you might want to hide, I thought they were going to resurrect Uncle Ben. And I was like, that's going to piss off comic fans, right? But now I can understand why they went this route. Uh, sorry, that they told Zeb Wells to like maybe lay low <laughs> at mm-hmm. conventions after this drops. But I don't know, man. I kind of feel like we're in this place within the world where no matter what yeah someone's gonna be pissed off right so yeah i just i turned a blind eye to that it's just like whatever you know oh totally feel feel however you want to feel but realistically i mean it could have been anyone else and we would have started another movement (laughs) i remember when
0: like dan slot told you know he killed off peter parker
2: in asm yeah for whatever it was and
0: i remember him being on the news and you could go ahead and youtube this like and you know, he talked about it on like the news where like people would send him death threats and this and that. And, yeah. you know, Don, Dan slot's career, you know, still went on and he did great stuff. Cause I mean, superior Spider-Man was an amazing run. One of the best, yes. um, you know, and his, his first really true, amazing Spider-Man run after that, that led to like edge of Spider-Verse was extremely well. And then he kind of, he stuck around for a very long time with ASM and then, yeah, he's moved on, but that didn't stop him his career from slowing down.
2: So but un- unpopular opinion possibly and this is coming from a Spider-Man guy. I love mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Everybody who watches us knows. I say this religiously, but when it comes to ASM's runs as of late like everything that's been coming out, mm-hmm. realistically, I hate to say it, Dan Slott's ballsy move was probably the oh, one yeah. of the better things to happen to Spider-Man in a long time and the mm-hmm. build up Yep. It's probably one of my favorite stories out oh, of dude. Spider-Man.
1: Yep. You know, I love, I'm not a Spider-Man thousand. fan and I love Superior Spider-Man. I think yeah, that's man. like one of the best stories. I mean, what are we talking about? Nick Spencer? Right. Come on, man. Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh. The build-up. the build-up to when you find out it's Doc Ock and they swap. Yeah. yeah. Right? Dude.
1: And that Come Peter's on, not dude. actually dead. He's kind of like a, like a ghost. That was, that was killer. Exactly. Man.
2: That was killer. It was, yeah. it was amazing. I, I'm sure. And again, see, you got that threat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even in in this article, it goes on to say what Nick Lowe, the editor, Nick Lowe, goes on to say he hopes reading the actual book changes people's mind in response to or changes your mind in response to one reader's take on the issue. I mean, dude, she's not gone for good, man. I mean, they got more TV shows and movies coming out with her. Like everyone just relax a second, you know. Exactly. The whole fridging comments and like harking back to Kyle Rayner and all that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like, (laughs) dude, this stuff has been happening. This has been happening in literature, in media forever. Death of characters motivate other characters. This is a trope that is consistently used through every medium of art in history, dude. I mean, it's just, this is nuts, dude. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, we could sit here in all night, and I'm sure people don't want to hear about everything that's going on with Kamala Khan's history. So let's kind of switch over out of the Marvel. Let's get into some DC stuff. Uh, Speaking of DC, we have an article staking with CBR.com where uh, Wonder Woman is having a daughter, and we all want to know who's your daddy. That's so, who's DC. your daddy
1: and what does he do?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so DC is introducing Wonder Woman's daughter, Trinity, in the upcoming issue of Wonder Woman number 800, written by Tom King. Uh, we don't know too much. Um, of course, it comes out on June 20th, and it will be Trinity will be playing a role in Diana's upcoming Dawn of DC solo series, which is going to be dropping in September of 2023. So with that being said, uh, Zach, we Zach and I, we always talk about characters. They keep coming out with the same characters. Can they just come out with a brand new character instead of a rehash? Um, you know, BC, what are your thoughts on having a daughter for Wonder Woman after this whole time? Cause you know, we've seen it, you know, Batman has Damien, yeah. Superman has Jonathan, Wonder Woman's finally getting someone true as of right now. I guess we could call her, you know, her true daughter. You know, what are your thoughts?
2: Well, like you said, kind of how everyone has somebody. I'm curious to know, like you, we brought up who's your daddy. Uh, <laughs> that's that's question number one, but uh, I know newbie is actually going to be pissed because what happened to Yara floor, remember? Oh <laughs> <Here> my is- <laughs> god, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everybody was like all in on that one. So, look, I, I'm gonna obviously buy up some of these copies um, it, it's a no-brainer it, it's her daughter but mm-hmm. I don't know what they have plans for this and it's kind of a out of nowhere like where did this come from? yeah and it, this is for issue 800 yeah
0: yeah of course and so, uh, and you know of course tom king you know in the article talks about uh exp- you know further he, he he goes on and says king further explained that john ken superman damian wayne provide a model for the impact that we, we wanted for trinity so of course yeah you know at some point yeah without a doubt like you obviously have to bring in the super sons with trinity and have them as the the, the trinity of, of dc and listen it, as long as people you know jive to her and and get behind her that's you know there's hate and there's love for all characters that come out obviously we're all comic book people we all hate and love when they do certain things right and as long as they just introduce her and it's not an agenda and it's not some you know weird thing that they're going to do with the character just have her come out see how she plays to the audience and at some point yeah she'll probably get her own series but at least we'll have something in issue 800 who knows where we'll go from there? Zach, thoughts? Uh, you know,
1: I kinda I'm kinda leaning both ways on this. Like, I really in this article, I really like what you kind of talked about with Tom King's like inspiration for this, you know, and he mm-hmm. even kind of harkens back to his own children. He has two sons and a daughter. And he says he likes the he thinks it's funny, the the how the two his two sons like protect his daughter or whatever and the dynamic there. And then obviously we have characters that have hit out of the park with the super sons, whether, whether you're a big fan fan of like the Jonathan Kent stuff that has kind of changed over the past years or not, the Jonathan Kent, Damian Wayne interaction is gold. It's awesome. And so there is always that question. Okay. What about wonder woman, right? As the Trinity Hmm. to fill out the Trinity. Um, I do understand some of the, the anger as well. I found it like another article that kind of talks about the anger of it, which is kind of true as you read through it, which is kind of based on like, You're bringing in another character and there's so many um, supporting characters in like Wonder Woman's history that really have not – don't really get any kind of like fleshed out, right? So we have Mm -hmm. Donna Troy who we're seeing in the current Titans who has no connection to like Wonder Woman anymore at all. Like they don't interact at all. You have Cassie Sandsmark who well kind of got rebooted and left out in the lurch. Um, Like you said, Yara Floor. (laughs) So it's not like there aren't characters out there with a Wonder Woman connection. It just kind of seems like DC's kind of given up on them. They're like, okay, those characters didn't hit.
2: Yeah,
1: it's almost kind of lazy in a way, right? You think about it, you're like, damn, okay, they hit. A- First off, so it's kind of a loaded thing. Batman, like every supporting Batman character, like feels like it hits, whether you like that character or not. There's fans out there for almost for every Bat Family character, like everyone hits, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Superman's supporting characters are a little smaller, right? But we're they're still pretty strong. But Wonder Woman's all you know, they aren't, isn't a lot of popularity out there. Like they don't hold their own titles. They don't really have their own stories or their own arcs that really kind of like flesh those characters out. And it kind of feels like DC just is like, ah, crap. We can't do anything with those characters. Let's just make a new one and try again back to the drawing board. So um, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm interested. I'm definitely going to check it out and I'll see where, see where the character goes. But at the same time, I kind of understand the boringness of the Wonder Woman characters. Like, I mean, every single character is another Amazon from uh, the island, right? Like, Well, yeah, for the most part. I think think
0: Cassie's the only one who's not. Like, Cassie was different from them. And it's, like, funny, like, uh, Zach and I were talking, you know, before, and my brother just finally got into Young Justice on HBO Max. And, you know, he even, he's like, oh, who's the other Wonder Woman chick? You know, and Because he doesn't know, he knows some DC, but it's just like, it's true. Like Cassie's like an under, to me, Cassie's an underrated character. I love Cassie. She's probably my favorite Wonder Girl. Um, And then Donna would be I love Donna. Yeah, I'm a big Donna. Like they're cool. They're great characters. And yeah, you're right. They've never had their own series. Obviously Donna's typically always been on like the Teen Titans or Titans team. Mm -hmm. Um, Cassie was always with like the Young Justice and um, I guess god i don't even know what the hell she was she was with the yeah they did the young justice yeah they had both titans,
1: teen titans young justice teen recently titans. with her yeah yeah
0: um but yeah like you said i i think it's gonna be tough like a lot of people are like Ugh, they're tired of new characters i'd rather just see them like rise the ranks with the existing characters because yeah we all got yara flora and she's just kind of like they they were all set for that solo series and that
2: went just like
0: completely south but that's <laughs> yeah.
2: that's that's the thing is exactly what both of you guys said is like now here we go we're jumping into wonder woman 800 we're getting a, the, the daughter and it, will it stick will it hold mm-hmm. i kind of feel the fatigue of this throwing characters uh you know it's just settled in I, especially dc spec man I, I feel like a lot of people especially when it comes to the new stuff there's so many characters coming out, like, look, Failsafe and so forth. Like, mm-hmm. we saw so many characters drop within the last three years. How's Punchline even holding up?
1: Good. Good. I Actually, yeah. I think Punchline's one of the better characters that's been yeah. introduced. Like, I, I love
2: Punchline, actually. Yeah. But now, here we are. We're talking the big three. You got Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. I'm hoping they do something with, like you said, you know, Super Sons. Filling that gap, but Tom King is where I'm putting all my faith. In. Right. Forget exactly. Forget all the speculation re- related to the character. I think Tom King is going to deliver on giving a proper introduction. And Zach, like you said, which I actually didn't even know, um, the fact that he has two sons and mm-hmm. one daughter, I could see him working on the Super Sons.
1: Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's what he says he wants to bring them over at some point as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's that well. hundred percent. So here's my pitch: you have like. Okay, let's say Wonder Woman. I mean, obviously, everyone's thinking it's uh, you know Tr- Steve Trevor, right? Would be like the the pitch of the the, the father of the year. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say she had a little dalliance while she was out saving the world with some random no name dude who mm-hmm. has a daughter who's grown up, and it's kind of like I think it would be really cool for her to start training someone who's been like off the island, not part of the Amazon culture. Mm-hmm. Like, that's way cooler. Like, don't give me another paste, copy and paste Amazonian mm-hmm. that like. You, it's not the, interesting
2: at all. You know, you want that rebellious Damien Wayne?
1: Yes. Something like that. <laughs> or even like an, or like even like I would have been, even not a biological daughter, something yeah. even more like a Tim Drake or like a, like a yes. Dick Grayson, yes. like an adopted daughter or something that she picks up like an orphan off the street. She rescues or something like that. Like Batman-esque, you know, hmm. something to kind of really spice up. Wonder Woman has one of the lamest backstories, period. I mean, 100%. it's just the, the truth. Really? It's just no, kind no, of boring. You're... Um, I don't know. No. I, don't, I love Wonder Woman as a character. I mean, but I don't know. This, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think mm-hmm. I'm with you, dude. Uh, like hundred percent. Tom King sells it for me. If it was someone else writing it, I'd be completely uninterested. Exactly. Think, so
0: yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll have to see again June twentieth. Um is 800 for Wonder Woman 800, so make sure you go pick that up. And Have then, you heard any course, variants
1: or anything? Exclusives on that at all? I am probably sure Well, first of all, it's a centennial. Right, 800 version. of them, right. <laughs> so it's it's
0: not... It'll probably be, you know, like, they, they've done it for, like, Batman and Superman. They've always done, like, every 10 years. They'll yeah. do, like, the 10 years, so, like, the 40s, 50s version, 60s. So I'm sure all they right. probably will do that. Ugh. If not, you'll just get different variants done by different artists. Probably, like, a 1 in 50 at this point, a 1 in... I mean, I don't even know. I haven't even looked at the solicitations like because I typically don't even get to solicitations for right. one Woman because I don't read it but I'm sure like there'll definitely be dropping some type of exclusives like for this character so but yeah is like you really? said Zach I think you got it right I think that's the way it should go is it, it should be more of like a rebellious character even or even let it be like an Amazonian who just hates being on the island more so than like um Diana like wouldn't it be really make it be like
1: have a son if she had a son mm. Ooh. That would be more interesting. I mean, obviously, mm. you know, we, I guess you the dynamic of because we can't have too many boys, right? So you couldn't have like the super sons and then another son. But like if you really were gonna give a child to Wonder Woman, it makes more sense, more
2: interesting to her for her to have a son, in my opinion. Oh, dude, yeah. look, I could tell you it is a different dynamic, man. I, I watch mothers with daughters very close to us, and then mm-hmm. my wife with my sons. Wow. <laughs> that's Wonder Woman. That, right. That's that's that would be a whole different wonder
1: woman. <laughs> right. And especially coming from like the culture of like the all female Themyscira culture, like yeah. just like, it's funny whenever you see in all the alternate worlds, the, the Helena uh, daughter of Batman is very interesting as well. You know, it's, it's a very different take on him because yeah. you really only see him with Barbara Gordon, who's not his daughter, you know? Oh. So <laughs> it's um, yeah, dude, I think that would have been the way to go in my opinion.
2: And guys, regarding the book, the pricing is probably what uh, I'm assuming a seven ninety nine, seven ninety nine, eight
0: ninety nine
1: yeah, price, or the ten ninety nine one. I think uh,
0: those sticks. Oh yeah, actually, the article I didn't even the article does show. So it's a one in twenty five, a one in fifty. There's a special foil variant, and then the regular book is five ninety nine. The foils eight, and then hmm. cardstock is seven ninety nine. So oh, not so bad. Right off the bat, you're already looking at like a six dollar book, and then variants alone. You know, shops that have to order 50 copies. I mean, you're already into it for like 300 bucks. About. Yeah, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm just taking a quick look online and I've counted. And I mean, very speedy look. I counted mm-hmm. at least 10 covers. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the ones like Justin said, how
1: they do with. Um, like with the um, 800 issue where it's the decades, because I know what you're talking about when you said. Yeah, that.
0: they really doesn't really doesn't say the article. It just says Brian Boland, Jamal Campbell uh there's a swimsuit TV, card ortega stock. yeah the card stock there's going to be a the spoil of course it's june so there's pride month and then there's a swimsuit variant as well and that's kind of that's at least eight or nine right there so and i'm sure again the people still have time to do an exclusive if it's not already in the works for yeah but there's, there's, issue.
2: there's a variant with trinity on the cover if i'm not mistaken no
0: yeah, well in the article they literally show you with her so I mean obviously that's,
2: yeah that's and she looks like Yara fresh. floor right she has like the Yara floor costume it looks like
0: yeah they talk about it in the article that they yeah. took the they love the design of Yara and her and her chest plate and wanted to do a similar to Joel Jones's design in our in our own likes establishing a common piece young Amazons use frequently so so that's if if you sorry. were
2: picking up any copy would you be picking up that copy the one with her on the cover you think I that- probably would.
0: That's, yeah, I would say the cover, if not the probably the one in fifty black and white, and I'm sure the one I'm I'm guessing the one in twenty five is going to have her on the cover, and then the one in fifty might guess would be just the main cover but black and white.
1: I'm looking at what do I see here? Nine. I'm looking at nine covers right here. <laughs> um, yeah, it's none of them are good. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> damn, none of these are very good. There is one with Yara Flora on the cover. Though. Yeah, dude, that like <laughs> seems cover. disrespectful, dude. That's like, like that's probably the best cover in terms
1: of art, in my opinion. And yeah. it's just like disrespectful. Yeah, that's the Campbell one, dude. The other one, are you have you seen the one where it's just uh, Wonder Woman with like stars behind her? Yes, yes, that's so
2: that's yeah, that's I the know foil that's, one. that's the
1: foil. <laughs> Ugh, that art looks bad, dude.
0: I think the best one is the Ortega one. It's like a black and white. I think yes, that's probably that's the best. Nice. The bowling, of course, is, is tough. But, yeah, I like the Yara Flora one. That's Jamal Campbell. Uh, you know, Of course, I always talk about Jamal Campbell, not J. Scott Campbell, Jamal Campbell. But, yeah, uh, I guess we're going to have to see when it comes out in June what it's all about. So um, do we want to kind of get into some bad boy news?
2: Uh-oh. Let's do it. This?
0: So um, this is some interesting news. And, again, we're going to we're gonna take this with a grain of salt, and we're also going to say allegedly. Yes. but um we haven't seen our boy Donnie Cates in a while. So um, we're kind of wondering what happened, right? Cause we've talked about him coming oh. off of Thor coming off of Hulk. So, um, you know, we have some insider knowledge of some stuff. And again, allegedly. Um, so Mr. Donnie Cates went to a Marvel meeting mm-hmm. and um, he was there pretty messed up, kind of fucked up as we would say. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so that is the, that was kind of like the end all for him and Marvel. And then recently we had spoken to someone who is a facilitator and they said that he's actually in rehab.
2: Hmm.
0: So what do you think? The bad yeah, boy I mean, of I... comics.
2: Go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I was going to say, we, we, we kind of touched on this not too long ago, um, about him in terms, like what Justin said with all the di- different titles and whatnot. And, uh, on Twitter as well. And I think we talked about this on a show. I don't know if it was just, Justin like get everything confused now all of our conversations, but um, we had talked about that. He, him and his wife divorced. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and look, I mean, like Justin said, this is all allegedly, and this isn't us like trying to like talk trash. Cause I mean, if this guy's got problems going on in his life, like I, my heart goes out to him um for any issues he's having with, whether it's with substance or, you know, the loss of his marriage and stuff, all that stuff's tough, man. So like no judgment, everyone has their weak moments and everyone has like their struggles. Mm -hmm. So um, it kind of makes sense. Right. Because we also had, you you saw crossover kind of like dipped and like disappeared for a while. Yeah. I think really the only title that feels like has been consistent with him is vanish. Um, Yeah. Right. He's still in, who knows how much was already written or how much
2: he's still writing. Cause isn't that. Yeah. Eggman as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Is it, is it ironic that the ongoing title for Donny Cates that has been seen a little more is called Vanished okay. and he vanished from Marvel? Damn. Dude, I actually really love Vanish too. I'm honestly yeah, like. Dude, everyone. everyone's telling me it's so good. I like It's fucking, good. It's got a I good story. Refused, I refused to even get invested in it simply because it was the constant letdown, right, by Donnie I'm like, ah, fuck this, man. Like, you yeah, know what? i do not put
1: Give it to like 10 issues. I think you're on issue like six or seven here. Give it to like 10 issues, man. And then, uh, or maybe like whenever a, the arc is done, it's good. And the art's great. Uh,
2: I actually really enjoy it. Shit. Well, you guys may have convinced me because I did read issue one and I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will go back to it. But it's down preface. to the gates, man, uh, like you guys said, you know, he was working multiple titles and he obviously went through what he was going through with his wife at the time. They're divorced and you saw some posts as well, man, uh, on their Instagram. I, I, I would I'll be honest with you. Anything Donny Case was posting was almost related to his marriage and stuff like that. Today yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say they seemed like they were maybe bad influence for one another, or, you know, maybe into some weird things. So I, I don't know. We don't know. We can all assume. But yeah. uh, clearly if this is what you guys are saying, as info, it's it's better to see him be getting help. I'd rather he just completely stay away and, and come back 110% because mm-hmm. he did bring out some bangers, man. Everybody was on that Venom train. Yep. Um, sure. People Thanos feel, stuff.
0: I mean, when he yeah, got I on, I mean, Ghost Thanos was Rider. amazing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. So, and, and, dude, Donny Cates, even Guardians run was was yeah, it was yeah, good, entertaining, man. So I, I'm all for it. If he could come back, I hope that if this is the case, he does get the help he needs and come back fucking kicking ass, man. hmm
1: yeah. yeah, you got to wonder. I mean, he kind of, and I don't want to make it sound like he came out of nowhere. Because obviously, he'd been in comics for a while, right? Uh, but like the Venom thing, obviously, put him on the map. And let's be honest, whether you like Donnie Cates or not, I mean, no one's been more revolutionary in a character or on the Venom character than Donnie Cates. I mean, yep. if you fast forward ten years from now and you talk about Venom, you're you're probably only going be, to be talking more about Donnie Cates, in my opinion, than you probably would uh, McFarlane. Um, yeah, I think Donnie Cates really changed the character in in a good way but you know you wondered like a new marriage the, the, you know the pressure that he had obviously of being like on the you're on top man you got to stay on top right like so you're working your butt off and and he's very vocal on twitter and stuff and he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't like um he doesn't pull punches man i mean he mm-hmm. he runs his mouth and like and i don't mean that yeah. in a bad way i respect i respect that as well oh um, yeah and i think you know maybe the pressure got to him obviously the workload possibly, you know, we're, we're all making assumptions here, of course, but I think it's a yeah, little bit of everything. You never
0: life... know what's going on behind the scenes right, until dude. life's tough. And that's what it is. Like, maybe it is. You need time. You step away. If this is really what's yeah. happening, yeah, Guys. let him take care of himself. And yeah. Then he's going to come back. It's not like he's not been great at being able to write characters. So,
2: but yeah, unfortunately, and... you know,
0: if you did walk into a Marvel meeting and you were pretty messed up, I mean, that's kind of, I don't know if that's like the last straw and you're not going to be able to come back to Marvel. Right?
2: Yeah. No, like that, at, you know. that that makes total sense. And like you said, man, you know, personal life and things that you mentioned it at the beginning of the show, I occasionally don't even make it onto my own YouTube shows, of- <laughs> weekends, but it's not because I'm dealing with my, you know, I, I'm not a, I don't I'm, I don't, I'm not doing drugs or, or you're out here like rocking I'm, the I'm, nose I, candy. Is that why? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> But no, nah, you know we all have our own things going on. My kids and stuff like that. It's very hard to juggle, and I, I could imagine what he's juggling, right? Multiple titles and all that stress. Mm-hmm. So you never know, man. What someone's going through. Yeah. yeah. You never knew. So.
0: Well, again, you, allegedly we did. We we heard some stuff. You know. You know. Hopefully he gets better if it is true. But uh, you know that's just some stuff that we figured we we dropped some information. So if you're wondering what's going on with Donnie Cates, that's possibly what's going on. So. Um, let's get out of our comic book stuff. Let's get into some movie stuff. So, you know, we've been talking about it. You know, nothing's kind of been moving because of the, the writer strike. But Disney did, or Marvel, I should say, did drop some information this week. We did post it on the podcast Instagram page. We have confirmation of both Loki Season 2 and Echo Season 1. So, Loki Season 2 starts on October 6th, of course, being the weekly series that it always was and mostly all the other series are. But the other big the biggest hit was echo season one all the episodes will be dropping at once on November 29th so hell yeah Marvel is testing this binge opportunity to see yeah. if this is the way to go instead of a weekly you know weekly thing that we all do and we all speculate uh, you know Zach what are your thoughts on a you know season one just dropping all whatever if it's gonna be six or eight episodes you know what do you think
1: Hell yeah. I, I I love the binge. I love the binge stuff, dude. Let's let's binge it up because I don't have time sometimes to like and some look, you watch the shows like Moon Knight, right? That we've talked about that were kind of like a little lackluster. And I, I bring mm-hmm. that I don't say that one specifically, but that's obviously one that kind of comes up. But it might have been better if you were just like boom, you watched it all right out the gate in a row like that. But the lead-in and like the weeks apart kind of made it drag a little bit. So mm-hmm. I'm all for the binge. I like the binge and I couldn't be more excited for echo because with echo that means daredevil born again is right down the line baby and that's what i'm trying to get to i don't give a shit about anything else just give me a daredevil born again take me whatever needs to get there so i'm excited dude i'm really looking forward to it
0: mm. pc what about you you think the uh, do you like the binge effect do you rather have it weekly to kind of give you that you know that uh the climax of you know waiting for it every week the thrill what do you think
2: I will be honest with you that weekly waiting for the episode bullshit just doesn't do it for me. I have kids. I got kids. Like, most of these episodes end up watching me the second I end up on the couch that that night. But, uh, no, I'm all for the binge, man. I think it's a great, great thing. The only thing I'm a little puzzled by though is you know the recent disney plus numbers came out right and we saw they lost like 250 million subscribers or something like that yeah um in the second quarter so i figured you know maybe they're doing this whole weekly shit one to tie into what's happening within the mcu timeline maybe it was for something like that but also you know it extends people staying subscribed to their their platform right so if 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 For whatever reason, I don't know, this Echo series is going to be eight episodes. You got eight weeks, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to have subscriptions for two months. If somebody wants to subscribe just to watch that, right? Um, So now with the binge effect, is that going to impact people, you know, impact their numbers? Maybe someone will subscribe. Watch all of it in one night and enjoy one month, and then be like, "Okay, peace out." I'll be back for the next series.
1: Right. I mean, that's what happened yeah. to Netflix so many times, right? Yeah. Like that's why they split up like Stranger Things and their bigger shows. They mm-hmm. do that.
0: So, well, I guess since you guys want to play the binge game, I play the opposite of I enjoy the week to week because, like I said, I I enjoy the the hype, the anticipation of of next week's episode. It's always that obviously that that water cooler talk. You know, like you watch that episode and then you get to talk to your friends for like the next six days. Oh, my God. Did you see this? Did you (laughs) see that? And it gives you, you know, what could happen. Ideas, thoughts, speculation that everybody does. Obviously, this is why we do shows, because we talk about stuff like this. Yeah. If you had a one week thing. So it's going to drop. On November twenty-ninth. I'll tell you that the following week, Zach and I will do season one review. <laughs> 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 That's literally yeah. what it'll be. We're gonna have to because you know, we'd like to stay current. I'm not gonna wait, you know, eight weeks or four or five weeks to go ahead and do this. We're gonna do a review the following week. So yeah. be prepared, people. Season one review. You also gotta December. wonder
1: if it has anything to do with the strike, too. You know, like I I don't know enough about how like the writer strikes mm. work and everything, but obviously we have the strikes coming out and I, as we were getting ready, I read an article as well that production for daredevil born again kind of is being slowed up as well due to the strikes. So, yeah, everything. um, yeah, I wonder, I wonder if them dropping, it was just like, Hey, let's get this in and out, out of the way. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I yeah
0: it's going to be, it's going to be weird. So you're, yeah, you're, we'll, guys, we'll have to see. I don't know if this is a good idea, but you know, let again, it's called testing the waters. Uh, I don't know if Star Wars people want to see this. I don't know what other Marvel or Disney plus shows that they got planned. You know, it's a, it's a good idea. I, I, I think it's different when it's a kid show because kids have, you know, like short term. So it's like, I they did it with moon moon girl, right. They dropped literally the entire season on, on Disney plus. So that's the easier way to do that. Cause at least the kids have something to like watch, like for a very long period of time, you know, for us, you're right. Like we don't have, time of day but at least if you get to one episode a week mm-hmm. even if it's not on that day that it comes out it is what it, you know. because i i feel like seasons that binge watch like i remember like obviously like umbrella academy if you don't watch it within the first week it's already spoiled for you because it's someone true. has already done a review like four hours after it's already dropped because they literally binge the entire thing so i don't know we'll have to see come uh come november and then in december when we do this we'll see what the numbers are and see what the next show they do is so that's it for news this evening, folks. Let's kind of round out our show, of course, how are we always ending these shows with what are we currently reading. So comic book talk. Um, of course, BC, you're always on Newbie's channel. You're always talking about the weekly books, the first appearances. Do you think they're going to hit? Do you not? They're going to think you get your FOC over on comic kingpins, and you're always talking comics over there. Um, my man, what are you currently reading? Anything good? Anything that people should be knowing, talking about anything you like?
2: Um, I honestly, it's I, I can't say that I'm 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 pinpointing a specific series I'm absolutely loving. I'm still on Carnage, man. Carnage is actually awesome. I think it's up there. Yeah. For me, when it comes to Marvel, um, there's many other titles. I know some people feel a certain way about Spider Boy. I've I've got the faith. I've got the faith. <laughs> um but yeah i know man pretty much everything and anything uh comic related i'm i'm reading i've, I've shied away from some of the indie stuff lately mm-hmm. um i don't know man it's just like something is killing the children and all that stuff the house of slaughter just kind of died off for me i just i wasn't enjoying it anymore so that stopped but uh literally everything guys i, I can't stress it enough still carnage being number one
0: i agree uh, I talk about it every couple of months here on, on the podcast. I think it's he's one of the most sadistic villains still. Uh, I'm glad yeah. they kept him that way. I think his previous series was amazing. I think this series is amazing. And obviously, you know, going into the summer of symbiotes, which obviously Zach's not a big fan of. but uh...
1: I do like the Carnage Reigns, though. I am enjoying Carnage Reigns. Yes. Yeah. And it's cool so, with Carnage right now. Like you said, Justin, he's sadistic. And now you get two of them. Now you yeah. got Carnage and you got Cletus Cassidy. So it's like double the fun, man. I mean, it's it's really, really cool right now. It's nuts. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, What about you, man? Zach, what are you uh, What are you reading? What did you pick so up this week? I have a couple
1: um, that I've really, really enjoyed and like a couple honorable mentions. Um, in the, the X-Men storyline right now, like Forge's character in X-Men right now, I'm loving everything Forge does. So it, it's been a long time since they've written any good Forge and he's kicking ass, I feel like um i've also uh, justin you kind of got me reading and it. it's tied in with like the carnage stuff as well the red goblin i enjoy mm-hmm. it i'm not loving it but i'm enjoying it i, I like normie uh i mm. like this i like the move i'm not crazy about the good norman osborne i feel oh. like i don't know yet if i'm there i think they need to do more with him i just i feel like every issue they just talk about how he's reading his sins like you know what i mean you know what it feels like it feels like the 90s explanations on Psylocke's power. Like, every time you saw Psylocke's, oh, it's the kinetic force of my, or totality of my kinetic force or whatever, my telepathic force. Every issue and every time Norman's on the scene, it's a constant reiteration of, he had his sins erased and he's good. And it's just like wasting time and like get to some good shit with Gold
0: Goblin. Um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. but did am enjoying this
0: week's? Or did you, are yeah. you caught up? Okay. Yeah, I read
1: this week's. Um, what was the kind of trash of the week that I, not trash, but I'm not, I don't know how I'm feeling about Bloodline. I've been reading Bloodline. Um, I like the Deacon Frost character coming back. I'm just not totally sold on it. Maybe it's the writing. I like the character dynamic. I like Blade. Um, I'm excited for Blade's ongoing coming up here soon, which I'll check out. But I'm still kind of on the fence about that one. But my pick of the week this week, man, shit, was the Ghost Rider Danny Catch. The return of Howard Mackie as uh writing a like a classic danny Ketch storyline it felt like i was back in the 90s reading volume two of ghost writer again um we're back in cypress cemetery with danny Ketch, johnny blaze i loved it couldn't say enough i i i love danny Ketch written by howard mackey awesome pick of the week in my opinion
0: nice yeah i i it was on my list to check out but i figured you'd you'd be talking about it so it's good awesome um for myself um not a groundbreaking issue, but Avengers won this week. They yeah, enjoyed we that one. Um, yeah. It's the way it's done is I feel like the way they should really almost do it, but space out. So it's like, it's basically, obviously Carol's going to be the team lead. And throughout the issue, it's them fighting this, fighting this villain, but it's also her recruiting the characters. And I feel okay. like Avengers should almost go the route of like X-Men, like how they do the, you vote for, you know, who's going to be your characters. I mean, even if we, even if us, the readers, don't get to vote who's going to be the next Avengers team, at least like if you're going to start an Avengers new series, like maybe space out like one or two issues, like, you know, the first couple issues, like let it be like a, you know, like if it is, if it is Captain Marvel, like let her go out and get these characters and like have more than like two pages of interaction, like let it build up to a team so you don't know who's going to be on the team literally from the front cover. Yeah. But, I, you know, I get that, you know, some people don't have the time for that. So let's just, do it all in one issue again not groundbreaking but it's supposed to lead into some kang storyline so uh yeah, again I, didn't, I enjoyed that i didn't pick but, it up man because i wasn't
1: crazy about the lineup but and i kind of regretted it all week i was like damn should i get that book because I, I always pick up avengers but
0: well see you know what's what's good about it i guess is that it's no new characters they're all classic yeah avengers characters so it's not like you are missing or you know, it's like you're missing out because all these characters have been on this team for a while now. So that's the one good thing that compared to like, obviously the last Avengers run, which had, Mm -hmm. you know, multiple new characters. Um, another, another book. And I feel like once this series at some point, whenever it decides to end, I think once I go back and reread it, I'll I'll enjoy it a lot more, but bounty hunters 34 came out this week. And I know it's a title that you and Isaac, we we've talked about, like sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's absolutely like trash. Um, the whole Inferno Squadron storyline right now has been, you know, solid. Mm-hmm. I feel like when they're not involved in those tie-ins, the series is good, right? Like if yeah, it's yeah. not going with like Crimson breeze, Rain, yeah. the Hidden Empire stuff, the Dawn, whatever that, you yep. know, Soul wrote, I think Bounty Hunters was good. Like those first like 10, 13 issues were solid, but then they started getting into like the tie-ins. But yeah. now that it's not part of the, the last series that ended – with uh, with Hidden Empire, like this whole Inferno Squadron storyline has been great. And especially if you played the Battlefront 2 game and you know the characters of Inferno Squadron, because obviously this takes place before that video game. So uh, I'm liking it. I think it's it's great. It's definitely had some some low points, but I I think once the series completely ends, I would reread it and you know, enjoy it. Because, you know, and hear me out. Like let's do let's do a suicide squad type movie with the bounty hunters. Mm. Mm-hmm. star wars
2: yeah
1: you're right about the uh there never seems like any stake in the bounty hunters right like they mm-hmm. like you said the first 10 issues there was good and then they're always thrown off by whatever the tie-in is and you just never really know like what is the point of this title like with yeah. obviously bayer ba- balance is like the main character but, like i never really know what his goal is like what are we working towards like what does this guy want in life like you now he's working for the empire now he's not now he's a bounty hunter now he hates Bosk. now he's working with Bosk. you know it's like God damn, man like what's going on here
0: and so. it's so tough to kill off any of these characters because it's like yeah, you gotta yeah. tiptoe that line of like yeah, they can't do something because if if you know they want to use them in live right. action it's like well where are they at this point in the story right, like obviously right. you know um you know f- you you literally have all these characters and i know upcoming that they're going back to having like uh boba fett dirge is going to come back and yeah. it's like oh, God, everyone's going to be in there at some point so um, that was another you know good title this week, and then of course you know one that I was waiting for the the DC's Dawn of Dawn of DC Titans One. Um, yes. Did you read it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, sorry, no. Go ahead. No, go go ahead, ahead, DC. Go ahead. Cut no, off I'm me. It's fine. You're I'm not going to just... be my co-host. <laughs> no,
2: <I'm sorry. laughs> there goes my resume. But no, uh, I just I just wanted to correct myself because i just realized you guys were speaking this week's books so i completely it anytime
0: it could be anything that's what we always so no no
2: i will redeem myself once you are done because there's a few books. okay I'll all right we'll, we'll
0: come back to you if we have some time we have <laughs> time uh yeah so dc's titans um it starts off with some crazy stuff going on i'm not gonna say what but um you know again there's no justice league in in dc so th- you know this is the title like if you want a team title like this is going to be the title for a while and uh I, lo- I always love the characters we, we we talked about it when they announced it that this is going to be the future and um you know we're, we're going to see where this character who has an unfortunate incident in literally the first panel and right. uh, we'll go from there so that was kind of my, my pick of the week was the titans and you know it's tom taylor it's got your classic characters so um and there was an interesting you read it right? you all read it yes yeah the the peacemaker showing up
1: uh, yeah yeah Just yeah
0: so stupid like it's so weird because like peacemaker now in every comic series is different right yep. like he wasn't like the james gunn version right he's like a completely more hard-ass version in this comic compared mm-hmm. to like the other versions you've seen him in, yeah so. it's an, it's kind of annoying it's yep. weird um all right so we do have some time so uh, bc let's oh yeah
2: um <laughs> so we'll, we'll go straight into dc man i think one of the sleepers was actually the uh, batman brave and the bold um, if you I did read had... that, sorry, I did read that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so that was a pretty good good read. Uh, touching on some Joker stuff there that I thought was really cool. Um, so wanted to reference that Marvel. Um, Venom 19 was pretty good, but something that um I wanted to just mention was the Hulk Annual One. Mm-hmm. Well, we actually get a preview of yeah. what's going to be coming now within the upcoming Incredible Hulk series, and it, it seems there. They're going back to that, you know, that eerie creepiness uh, when it comes to the Hulk. And I don't know. I got some immortal Hulk vibes. I don't know if you guys read that one. And you also see a preview. Sorry, within the preview, there's like what seems to be the big bad of the upcoming series. So,
1: hmm. yeah, I, I checked it out. It was it was cool. I, I, I'm with you too. It had it definitely has like horror vibes. So, um, I'm interested in it for sure.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that's our uh, picks of the week. Our comic book reads. Yes. Oh, real quick. Something
1: real quick. I forgot this. So image, and this is kind of since we're talking about like picks of the week, and this was a really good book this week that kind of leads into this. Um, Another good book was radiant black number 24. So like the, I'm a big fan of the massive verse. I read Mm -hmm. every every title in the massive verse. You know, I think they're great. And radiant black and image are doing something fun. Harkens back to the days of uh, Jason Todd, where you get to vote for, who's going to end up being the radiant black. So obviously if you're reading radiant black, you got the original, you got uh, Marshall, and then you got um, Nathan or the original Nathan and then Marshall, the kind of the newer one. And so they both have been, they've been sharing. Oh, I picked, I picked Marshall, bro. Yeah.
2: I I like Marshall. I feel you.
1: Yeah. So if you've been reading it, radiant black, they've kind of been sharing the radiant and splitting the powers back and forth. And we all know that can't last. Right. So um, in issue 24, they kind of the uh, entity that they're talking to is letting them know like only one of you are, is going to end up being the radium or end up being radiant black. So they're allowing the people to vote. So you can actually go to a, I think it's radiant black dot vote or radiant dot black slash vote. Yeah. You have 16 days to vote and you can pick who you want. And on July 9th, you'll find out July 19th, you'll find out the winner in radiant black 25 as to who will have it. So I, very I much it. like the, uh, the Jason Todd days, right? Kill them or don't kill them. So I love it i love it yeah who'd you put who'd you pick did you pick nathan yeah <laughs> you pick nathan you like
2: the og sam nathan no, pisses no, it, me off dude i'm saying but i don't know i just i just feel like they can go so many different routes with that too right with the whole nathan marshall you know someone like one of them could have either the redemption story or one of them could have the complete like villainous outcome afterwards right There's Right. So many, There's so many ways this can go. And I love that they put it in the hands of the fans. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's cool, man. It's, I I enjoy Radiant Black. I enjoy the massive verse. I think Rogue Sun's my favorite title. Um, Did did you read No One? I haven't read the issue three yet. I'm waiting for that one. Um, I like No One. Um, It's a bit much, though. (laughs) It's a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, I don't want to sound dumb when I say this, but it's a little, like, wordy at times. And you're kind of like, okay, I don't know. It's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's okay. I- I'm hoping it's 10 issues so it's not a big deal and I'm hoping it'll kind of, you know, even itself out. But I'm enjoying it. Rogue Sun, man. I, I love Rogue it. Sun. Yeah, yeah Rogue, Rogue Sun's a great one. So,
0: awesome. All right. Well, uh before we get out of here, uh BC tell everybody where they can find you.
2: Um of course, you can find me on Instagram, Black Crown Comics. Um you can also find me on a, a new channel that I just launched also under the name of Black Crown Comics. Um, Every Monday night, 7 p.m., the Comic Kingpins go live. I am there not every Monday night, <laughs> um, but definitely when I can be there. And, of course, with Newbie on Tuesday nights, we go live normally around 9.40 p.m. Eastern time. So there you have it.
0: Well, we appreciate yeah. you coming on here. Again, sure.
2: your your uh, resume and application for tonight will be
0: taken into consideration going forward. Rides will for sure. be accepted. <laughs> can't let you have a spot on newbies channel anymore so we may have to uh, we may have to sign you over we may have to sign you better better deal well what about you zach uh any words before we get out of here no man um like you said
1: big week next week for me but i don't imagine it, it too much will pull me away from the podcast so i'll still oh, be around wow. i appreciate yeah. that i'm with you i'm with you i'm still trying to see if i can work terrific on but i don't, I don't know yeah, if that's gonna work dude
0: it, it's fine we, we still do this thing it's it's always good yeah. so um and uh for myself of course don't forget uh three men in a basement comic swap if you're yes. uh listening to this early enough three men in a basement comic swap is this saturday up in newington connecticut at the angry hair of course Uh, your boys comic-con podcasts are one of their 9.8 sponsors i will have some stuff up there to give away as well as possibly sell not sure i'm hoping the variants coming in they were shipped for the people that did buy at least either the regular virgin topless and nudes are coming in hopefully this week i'm hoping to get them before i leave uh if not they're here early next week so i will be shipping those out for anybody who ordered just the regulars and then the rest will be coming in another
2: shipment separately
0: so Thank now, you for hold all on. support on that, too. Hold on, hold on.
2: Before we go, before yes. we go, I did order, and I did ask for one to be put aside for me. It's right? being
0: shipped to Newbie, dude.
2: Exactly. This is my, <laughs> year. This is my <laughs> year. Actually,
0: let me tell you, Newbie doesn't even have one. <gasps> he was late to the party. I do You want even us to ship them. Newbies to you?
2: Oh, he doesn't have one. Fantastic. Newbie doesn't oh. get one.
1: Well, we still have some. So if he does get one, we'll ship it to you, and then you the, can give it to no, him in like a year. The only one yeah, we have left
0: is like it. nudes. Topless and possibly one or two medals or foils, I forget what it is, but I do have uh BC down here as a trade dress because he wanted the one with our logo because he supports us, unlike someone who's been on here multiple times. Yes, sir, so we appreciate that. Thank you, BC. So, again, thanks so much again, yeah, uh, Zach said for the support for the uh the variant, and I cannot wait to get it. I'm probably gonna cry, and I'll probably actually do an unboxing on 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 Instagram once it actually comes in. So, be on the lookout for that. Um, that's it for season three, episode 20. We will catch you all next week. Peace out everybody.